Well, welcome everybody to the Achieve My Wellness podcast. We are so grateful and so blessed that you are listening to us today. My name is Dr. Jared Oxendorf. And I'm Dr. Evan Eigen, and we are the doctors at Achieve Wellness here in Alexandria, Minnesota. And our goal is to change the way that people view and manage their health. And our greatest uh, accomplishment through this podcast is to reach as many people as we possibly can. We envision our communities as one of the healthiest communities in the world. And the way that we get there is by promoting and visualizing and producing into you and into your health five pillars of your health. These five essentials can include your mindset, the way that we exercise, the way that we eat and consume our food through nutrition, the physical attributes of our body and subluxation and the damage that the spine can actually cause in you. And ultimately, how do we discontinue to minimize toxins in a toxic world? If you can apply these five essentials to your daily life, it will empower you to have better health for you and your family for the rest of your life. It's another episode of the Achieve My Wellness podcast with Dr. Jared and Dr. Evan from Achieve Wellness. And we got a big event that's coming up tomorrow, guys. We talked about this in our last podcast. The Inflammation Workshop is almost here. Yeah, our office is just about filled with people getting ready for this. It's going to be awesome. Uh, Great event. We're going to be talking about the stresses that cause inflammation in your body. We talked about this on our last podcast. So make sure you listen to that and then make sure you're signed up to come to this tomorrow night. 545 at our office at Achieve Wellness. It is going to be really good, rich with information. And speaking of inflammation, we got sports that are just around the corner. I know my nephew is gearing up for football and it can kind of stress out parents a little bit taking care of our kids. Let's talk about fall sports and how we can keep our kids healthy and motivate throughout the season. Yeah, we started our uh, back to school uh, physicals, you know, with our with our students and with our student athletes, which is great. So if your kid is in need of uh, a physical as well, we we do offer that um, kind of uh, procedure at our office. So you can give our office a call at 320-762-2055 to schedule for your sports physical for your um, junior high or high school aged uh, student. Uh, but yeah, you, Chelsea, you're absolutely right. With sports comes a lot of physical stress on the body. It's a lot of potential injuries. Um, there's also emotional stress that takes place. Mm. There's there's different things if we don't get the right nutrition into our body that will cause uh, inflammation in these young athletes. And so whether they're trying to perform at their best at their peak or whether they're just trying to recover because they're doing two-a-days, right? I mean, there's oh, there's a lot those. of things that, that <laughs> cause this breakdown and these injuries in these kids. And so that's one of the major things we want to talk about today. Absolutely. And you know, when it comes to recovery, your body has an amazing ability to heal itself. We talked about this a lot on this podcast, just the body's amazing ability to do that. However, if there is any interference or inflammation in the body, that's going to hinder your body's ability to heal and to function at its highest level. And so with uh, sports coming up, we focus a lot on athletics in our office. Both Dr. Jared and I were athletes growing up. Uh, We take care of a lot of hockey players in our office. We take care of a lot of baseball players. Uh, basketball players. We have an assortment of different athletes in our office, and we really focus on teaching the importance of keeping your body in its optimal functioning position and making sure that your spine and musculoskeletal system is in the most structural stable position possible in order to not only prevent injuries from happening, but to help the body recover as fast as possible as well. You know, I actually got into chiropractic because of an injury when I was in high school. When I was a junior in high school, I was on the football field and I went to hit a guy and my knee buckled. And I had torn meniscus, torn ACL, lots of damage in my knee, had to have surgery, was out for the remainder of the season. And when the surgeons looked at me after the surgery and they said, basically, you know what? I was a three-sport athlete. I played football, basketball, baseball. 
Uh, this happened in the middle of the football season. They basically said, yeah, your basketball season's done. You're not going to be able to play. And you probably won't be able to play baseball in this coming spring either because of the healing time that it takes after these surgeries. Well, I didn't really like what they were saying. No, I, I can't imagine you <laughs> And, did. you know, I was also seeing a chiropractor at that time on an as-needed basis, which is what vast majority of people use chiropractic for is only acute care, which is like only if I'm really hurting will I ever go mm-hmm. in and get adjusted, right? Well, I went in and uh, got adjusted, and that chiropractor really sat down and talked to me about like, you know what, your body's made to heal, and you can help it heal faster if you do these things to get the interference and the inflammation out of the way. And so he really focused on making sure I was adjusted properly, making sure that I was having the right nutrients and the right supplements in my body, removing toxins, and really focusing on doing the right exercises to retrain and strengthen the muscles and ligaments around my body and around the injured area so that other areas of my body didn't break down as well. And I did everything that this chiropractor was telling me to do, and it was absolutely crazy because after just four months, I was running faster and jumping higher than before my injury. Oh my gosh. And all the surgeons were looking at me like, I don't know what you did, but <laughs> obviously you're doing something that's worked. And I went on to have a great baseball season that spring and came back to be captain of the football team the next fall and uh, kept with my athletic career going and didn't let that injury really derail me. And I actually came back stronger and healthier because of chiropractic. And that's really what motivated me to get into and go to school to be a chiropractor. I actually went to the University of Minnesota knowing that I wanted to get into Northwestern Health Sciences University to be a chiropractor. And so that was pretty cool. And the way that we get to help young athletes, I mean, we see young kids coming in with arm issues, with back issues, with knee and ankle issues all the time and making sure that we are keeping their body in the perfect alignment so that they have the utmost strength and they can perform at their uh, best ability possible is really what we focus on a lot with our athletes. Yeah, the nervous system is one of the major things that controls the body. I mean, it's it's what fires the body. It's what helps react to any type of reaction time. It, it's your speed. It's your agility. It's your strength. Everything comes from that nervous system. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we specialize in in our office and around the area. And in fact, probably in the state. Uh, I think we're really, really good at what we do as far as for treating the spine and making sure your nervous system is 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 functioning optimally. But a couple of the key things that Dr. Evan was just talking about is that there's so much research that backs up um, helping kids that are dealing with with pain or pain from a sports injury. I mean, research right now is showing without a shadow of a doubt that kids that have pain now will develop and become adults with pain. And in fact, their pain will continue to grow and actually manifest more as they become older into their teenage years or into their adulthood years or even in their senior years. If we have pain as we're kids, that pain is only going to grow. Your brain actually learns to be in pain. It's kind of crazy to think about, but your brain actually learns and it learns how to develop in that pain model. So it constantly is staying in pain. There's been research around the world from Denmark to the University of South Dakota uh, to even the the University of Southern Denmark as as far as that uh, that research goes that shows that, um, you know, when kids have those musculoskeletal disorders, that they will become adults with even not only musculoskeletal disorders, but also other joint or spinal disorders as well. And so we want to make sure that we're taking care of those young athletes. Don't just put your kid aside thinking that this pain is not real because pain is real. Mm-hmm. Pain is real to everybody in many different shapes, forms, or fashions. Is that and if your kid is is definitely complaining about pain, make sure that you're checking it out. So whether you believe in chiropractic or not, it doesn't matter. Just make sure you're getting it checked out by some type of trained professional so they can actually evaluate so that you're not setting your kid up or your child up 
to actually have pain as they go through life. And if you're somebody that's in high school or you're a college athlete or professional athlete that listens to our our podcast as well, making sure that you're actually um, taking in your pain and actually re, um, just honoring your pain per se, and also making sure that you're taking care of that as well. So don't just, don't just put it by the wayside and say, oh yeah, it's just gonna heal you know, next week or by tomorrow. Um, a lot of athletes, they'll take NSAIDs or we'll get cortisone shots or we'll do those types of things to decrease the inflammation. Well, that's only masking or covering up the underlying cause of the problem or the problems that are inside that person's body. If we honor those symptoms and we actually look into it to see where the cause of the problem is coming from, now you're setting that student athlete up or that professional athlete up to actually have longer careers. And so they're not going to be riddled with pain their whole career and actually see a decrease in their athletic performance. Let's face it. I mean, Chelsea, even if you're feeling good on the radio when you wake up in the morning, you're going right. to perform a lot better when you feel excellent. You've done maybe your morning reading, your workout, you're feeling like alive. Versus if you wake up and you're kind of sick, you're sore, you don't feel the best, your your radio performance and the way that you talk is going to be different than 100%. if you're if you're sick or you're healthy, right? Yep, 100%. And so athletes perform the same way. I mean, if an athlete feels good, they typically will perform a lot better versus if they're in pain or have a little bit of something going on, they're not going to perform at their best. And what that does to an athlete is it actually starts to mess with them mentally and the performance will continue to decrease and go down uh, down the hill. We see that a lot with our college athletes, our junior hockey players, our professional athletes that we work with, um, as if their mind is not there because of something that's nagging them, unfortunately, they just won't perform like they they should be performing. Right. And your body, if you don't listen to it, your body will like shut down on you eventually. Like it'll just say, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And you do not want to get to that point. And as an athlete too, you know, there are certain things where, yeah, you kind of work through some of the pain. Like if you're in a contact sport or if something happens and I can't tell you how many like <laughs> injuries I've got, for softball, baseball, riding horses. I mean, that's just kind of part of it. But at the same time, you got to make sure you're functioning and staying healthy too, because it is phenomenal what sports can do mentally, emotionally, physically, the, the type of discipline, the camaraderie. I mean, there are just so many positive, positive things out of this. And I would just hate for it if a kid gets injured one time and has to miss out on a lifetime of building all of those fundamental skills. So what are kind of the most common things that you guys are seeing in your office as you're dealing with this with the students? When should they come in? Of course, they start with their physical. And then where do you kind of go from there? Well, we always want to make sure that every athlete is structurally stable. And so we look at the spine and we look at the nervous system and we take x-rays to make sure that everything is in the correct place. Because if there's any interference to that nervous system, like Dr. Jared was talking about, it's going to decrease whatever that nerve controls. And whatever that nerve controls is usually going to be muscles. It's usually going to be organs. It's going to be some form of cells in the body. And we see this all the time with a lot of high-level athletes that we work with because we do work with D1 athletes. We work with professional boxers. We work with professional wrestlers. We work with all sorts of different high-level athletes. And every high-level professional team usually has some sort of a chiropractor on staff to help their athletes also. Uh, So making sure that the structural stability of the spine is of utmost importance. It's actually amazing how many athletes will come in and they're saying, I feel okay. I'm not in pain. I just want to make sure that I get uh, adjusted to stay in line because it gives them just a 1% or 2% advantage over if they wouldn't get adjusted before. And we see it all the time too with our younger athletes. Uh, One person I was working with earlier this year during the track and field season, um, they weren't in pain but they could just tell something was a little off and they weren't jumping as strong as they would. She was a triple jumper. And so we did a muscle test on her. We found that she was a little weak on her jumping leg 
And we adjusted her. That strength came back, and she came back and qualified for sections the very next day. And it was absolutely amazing to see the difference between the strength in her. Like, even though she wasn't in pain, before she was adjusted and after she was adjusted, it was amazing the difference testify it's true it is so true because heaven's done that before jared's done that they're like okay you resist and my leg will just go and then we adjust and all of a sudden it's like nope you can't move me like it's it feels so good you have to think about with an athlete all the physical traumas that they take on on a daily basis right with these with these student athletes and so you i always take the analogy of the thousand straw breaks the camel's back Mm. right so if you take a picture and you mentally just kind of prepare a picture of a camel in your mind. And all of a sudden you put pieces of straw on its back. Well, eventually it's going to have this huge hay bale of a thousand, right? So obviously a camel can carry a lot of weight, yeah, right? But it's a simple analogy. It's not the first straw, the second straw, the third straw, the fourth straw, whatever, but it's the thousandth time that breaks that camel's back. The same thing happens with athletes is that they'll take a hit, they'll take some physical force, whatever it is, and they'll build this accumulation of stress basically in their body. So the first one, the second one, third one, whatever, it might not affect them, But as that accumulation of time, if the body hasn't healed correctly, that's what leads to that early onset of that of that injury or that problem or that nagging problem that the athlete's going to have that whole that whole um, uh, whether it's a season or their whole career. And so, again, when we look at an athlete, just because they don't have pain per se, doesn't mean that they're not building straws already in their body to create an injury or a bad problem to actually start happening. So you have to really look at even if you're doing well, well, how long do you want to stay well? You want to stay well for right. forever, forever, right? yeah. for as long as you possibly can. And so if we're going to stay well, well, then we have to take action steps in order to make sure that we're performing well and staying well. Health isn't just given to us. Athletic performance isn't just given to us. You have to work at it. It's earned, right? And so if you're not earning it, if you're not putting things into your health or into your performance or into your longevity of your career on a daily basis, you're not going to have it. It's just, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't pan out that way. And I've seen that many, many times with a lot of the, the high level athletes that we work with is that the ones that take care of their careers and the ones that take care of their lives and the ones that take care of their bodies are the ones that have sustainable careers um, barring a, a major, major injury, right? I mean, just an unforsakable thing that happens. But the little nagging chronic injuries that happen, those are mostly preventable through taking care of yourself via chiropractic care, via making sure you have proper nutrition, proper sleep, proper hydration, proper mental health even. All those things play into the, the longevity of that athlete. Do you think that younger athletes get dismissed because it seems like, you know, oh, they'll bounce back or you're, you're young. You shouldn't be injured yet. You know, I even hear that. Oh, you're too young to be out or whatever, you know, doing physical therapy. And, you know, do you think that they kind of get brushed aside? Like it's not as important to take care of them. You got to wait until you get older, until you get a serious injury. What's up with that? And we see it even more this day and age because young athletes are so focused on one sport right now. And, uh, we're, we've kind of gotten past the days of where kids play multiple sports growing up. It's like if you want to be good at a sport, you only need to pick one and you play it year round. Well, that develops muscle imbalances in the body, especially for like, let's say, baseball players or softball players where they're always throwing mm-hmm. all year round with the same arm, same technique, same batting stance. Oh, that's going to create a muscle imbalance if you're constantly doing that and not structurally stabilizing your body and doing exercises to balance out with the the stresses and the workloads that you're putting on it. And so we see we're seeing way more injuries with young kids this day and age because they're so focused on one particular thing that they're not building the proper strength throughout their body with an assortment of different exercises and different things. 
actually talking to some college coaches now, they're actually looking for kids that are playing multiple sports uh, because it helps them develop a, a broader range of strength and abilities rather than kids that are only playing one sport their entire lives. Very interesting. I remember my brother always taking track because it's going to help him for football. Mm -hmm. Even if it wasn't, you know, it would work on his speed and his running and all that other stuff, even though he did a lot of tackling. It was it was incredible. He took it very, very seriously. So great points. I think that one of the other major injuries that you need to talk about is concussions in kids as well. You know, so you think about sports injuries and you think about all of the stuff that goes in and and around kids. Well, one of the biggest leaps I think that they've taken to prevent prevent um, or to even protect young athletes is is this con- these concussion protocols, which is great. I mean, yes. protect the brain, right, in these young kids. Yes. Uh, but a lot of times people don't understand that even just a, a little bit of a seeing stars or those types of – those are all grades of concussions. Um, the average person, uh, they say that one in five high school athletes will actually suffer from a concussion sometime in their career, one in five. Wow. So you think about all the, the high school-aged athletes that we have here in Alexandria – I mean, I, I think there's probably 300 kids per class, maybe of 900 kids, 1,200 kids in our high school, uh, of which probably, you know, what, 20, 30% of them maybe play sports. So you probably have 400 kids in sports. Do the math on that. That means that there's nearly, what, 50 to 100 concussions that take place in our student athletes alone in our, in our community here in town. And that's just doing simple math. It, it might even be far greater yeah, than that, yeah. right? But when a student athlete has a concussion and they don't get it properly taken care of, and so whether they do it through um, their trainer or whether they even seek chiropractic care for their concussion, which is a 100% different topic, we could actually talk about a full podcast on concussions and chiropractic. Wow. um, Just because of the amount of stuff that happens during concussion. It's not just the brain that becomes injured or inflamed in a concussion. It's actually the whole body. The brain will be the first of it. Then it becomes the gut. Then it becomes other systems within the body. So there has to be a full body approach when you're actually treating concussions. But one of the biggest things that if a concussion doesn't properly get um, taken care of, it'll lead that athlete. Actually, it's about four times greater the likelihood that they'll tear their ACL or their MCL while they're performing a sport. There's different uh, writing reflexes that your body needs. And when you have a, a brain injury, well, your b- brain doesn't know where the rest of your body is. And so when you go to turn or the pivot or you go to uh, check somebody or, or take somebody down or tackle somebody or whatever it is, if your brain doesn't know exactly where those joints are, it sets them up to actually have a bad major injury to take place in the body. You have the increase of Tommy John surgery, which is more of a, of a baseball athlete. So if they don't have awareness of their muscles and their the way that their body's working and they have a concussion, those are other injuries that take place. Um, autoimmune diseases uh, can take place after concussions. They say about 10 to 15 years after a kid's concussion, they can actually start to develop MS-type symptoms now. Wow. And so your brain is super important. And that is one of the major injuries that we look at. How do we prevent? How do we diagnose? How do we take care of the best we possibly can? Now, if you're working with a with an athletic trainer, obviously they're going to follow different protocols and different things to take care of that student athlete as well and return to play, which is great. But there's also natural things that you can do to help your body heal nutrition-wise, chiropractic-wise, balance and stability-wise. So there's a lot of things that we look at in our office to really help that individual athlete recover from a concussion faster. Very, very important. Very crucial. Yeah. And what would you say to the athletes who are maybe pushing it a little bit too far? I can see some that get very serious in their craft and they're not listening to their bio. They're trying to get to the extremes. They're trying to lift the most weights. They're trying to bulk up. They're trying yeah. to do these things. What? what how do we address <laughs> that stuff? Well, I think that you have to address it, first of all, um, the importance of it. 
to a student because they don't want to miss, right? Let's face it. Yeah. Kids that are competing, they want to compete. They want to be on the on the playing field. They want to be on the playing surface, and they want to they want to be part of the team, right? They don't want to be left out. That's an emotional stress that that kid will take potentially because of that concussion as well. But at the same, at the next time too, you have to educate the parents. So what are some th- things to look for? Are your kids' grades starting to um, fall? Are they starting to become uh, less engaged? Are they becoming more engaged in themselves? Are they not talking uh, the same? Are they not sleeping well? Are they having focus issues? So there's a lot of different symptoms that parents can actually start to look for. We talk, we, we, talk, we say, you know, parents are, are supposed to be responsible for your, for your children, right? I mean, that's just one of the biggest things that you need to look out for your kids. If they're playing sports, you need to be aware of certain symptoms, whether it's concussion symptoms or even mental health issues that your kid may be dealing with. I mean, these are real things that take place, whether your kid's not playing well and he's having mental health things or whether he's getting bullied by some other teammates or harassed. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are all things that we need to be aware of when it comes to sports and sports type uh, environments. And so I, I really, I think that we need to put a lot of weight and emphasis on the parent as well to just be mindful, right? Be aware. Um, look at your student athlete. Make sure you're talking with them. How did the day go? Anything wrong, you know? And make sure you're having those conversations because a parent's going to know best if there's something wrong with their kid. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that's one of the first and foremost ways. Uh, but to an athlete that's out there listening to this podcast, um, you know, take it seriously because your brain is needs to last for a very long time. And if there's any trauma to that brain, unfortunately, all it takes is a few concussions and your careers are over. And so whether you need to sit out an extra week to let that brain fully heal, it's worth it. It's worth it in the long run. 100%, 100%. And I know, um, you know, when you have seen the athletes come into your office too, and, and we kind of are conditioned, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. But I know that when we get in there and when we're sitting down and we're, we're getting evaluated, like that's when the truth really comes out and you guys are able to pinpoint those different things and really work on that health. And I really appreciate that personalized touch that you can, you can talk to your doctor, be honest with them, you know, let them know, Hey, yeah, my knee is bothering me. Or, you know what I did, you know, black out a little bit after this or whatever, and just be honest and, and get taken care of because, you know, there's only one you and it's your body and, and we want to make sure that you get taken care of. Absolutely. And so if you're uh, listening out there and you want to get your athlete or yourself as an athlete into our office, uh, we are doing our fall sports physicals right now. So make sure you call our office at 320-762-2055. You can call a schedule appointment to get your whole body checked out as well with your nervous system and x-rays. Make sure you get that scheduled also. And uh, you can find us at AchieveMyWellness.com or you can find us on Facebook at Achieve Wellness. Thank you, Dr. Jared, and thank you, Dr. Evan. Thanks, Chelsea.